brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The following podcast is brought to you exclusively by the Arad Rob Radio Network. Uncancelled with Drake Words, where we put God, family, and country first, first and challenge the woke cancel culture one episode at a time. Now, please welcome the host of the show, Drake Words and Rad Rob, Rob Francois. Hey guys, welcome back to Uncanceled with Drake Words. This is episode number 53, and I am your host, Rad Rob, Rob Francois, joined by the man, the myth, the legend, who got back in the ring this past weekend. It is the one and only CZW Hall of Famer, and everyone's favorite Floridian, next to Governor DeSantis. <laughs> yeah. Drake Words. Good evening, sir. Hey, how are you, Rad Rob? Doing we well. are back in the saddle. Is it episode 53, right? 53, sir. Yes, sir. How about it, man? That's incredible. That's incredible. Uh, man, blessed, grateful to be here, uh, ready for another action-packed episode. As you said, made my big return, and Governor Santos absolutely has crushed it representing Florida lately. So uh, let's let's dive in, my friend. Let's dive into it. Let's actually play a recap from that debate. Right Time now. for governor taking center stage and Fort Pierce as the clock winds down to election night. Ron DeSantis and Charlie Chris squared off in their one and only debate and the gloves were off. There she joins us live with the fireworks. Glenna. The gloves were off. There were some really bruising moments. Charlie Crist went on the offensive. Ron DeSantis never did get defensive. The two really gave voters a very clear choice. And in front of an audience that was literally uncontrollable, it did get personal. A partisan audience uncontrollable. Charlie Crist went rogue with a question. Yes or no, Ron? Will you serve a full four-year term if you're re-elected governor of Florida? It's It's not a tough question. It's a fair question. He won't tell you. Governor Ron DeSantis didn't budge and then got personal. And I know that Charlie's interested in talking about 2024 and Joe Biden, but I just want to make things very, very clear. The only worn-out old donkey I'm looking to put out to pasture is Charlie. Charlie Chris. <laughs> Questions covered the state's biggest issues, rising costs. Charlie Chris has voted with Joe Biden 100% of the time to give us these inflationary policies. Since you've been governor, every utility rate increase has been granted for Florida Power and Light, Duke Power, Tico, you name them. And one of the most contentious issues, the state's recent abortion restrictions and what may be to come. I'm proud of the 15 weeks that we did and he supports taxpayer funding of abortion all the way up until the moment of birth and that is wrong. Congressman, you have 60 seconds. Ron, that's just not the truth and you know it. You know it. He wouldn't answer your question. Do you want to ban abortion completely? He never got to it. The Florida paid migrant flights from the border to Martha's Vineyard. You're willing to use people like that in this case they were hispanics venezuelan in particular and have them as props for your political gain you say you're 
for the secure border, but this is all happening under the Biden administration and the policies that Charlie Crist supports. At the end, that uncontrolled audience launching insults. I led based on facts, Liar! not based on... Uh, your thoughts on that? Pretty, pretty biased the way local news kind of covered that. But what do you what do you expect? But uh, what were your thoughts yeah. on the on the debate? <laughs> yeah. So uh, again, the local news they're always going to sway it one way. So, um, uh, man, incredible performance by Governor DeSantis. Uh, for those of you outside of Florida that don't know about Charlie Chris, just kind of a overview of him. Charlie Chris is the classic political flip flopper. He was actually, <clears throat> excuse me, he was actually the governor of Florida uh, back in uh, 2007. Uh, yes, 2007. Um, he served one four year term, and he served actually as a Republican. Um, and he was he was a Republican governor, a moderate one, but you know he was a Republican. And then he flip-flopped entirely on the issues and everything, joined the Democrat Party, uh, became a U.S. congressman uh, for his district down, I think it's in Pinellas County maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's, he served in, in U.S. Congress, and now he wants to be governor. Um, and he's just, again, just towing the line with the, Demo- with the radical Democrat policies uh, of the current day. And look, DeSantis didn't budge. He tried to um, – I, I thought, like, Chris – Chris really tried to put out the point of, you know, asking the governor if he's going to serve a a full four-year term. So here's the thing. If, you know, Lord willing, Governor DeSantis is going to get reelected, he has, I want to say it's it's like a pretty commanding 14-point lead, like 14-point lead right now. That's huge. Um, So Lord willing, DeSantis is going to get reelected. And then um, if he does run for president in 2024, which I support if he does um what that means is his lieutenant governor jeanette nunez would finish out his term um and the same and chris tried to make that a, a big talking point like a negative on on DeSantis. when i think the fact of the matter is i think about 95 percent of republican voters in florida don't care. They would actually support him becoming president. Right. You know, I right. personally, I hate, I would, I would like for him to serve a full four year term. Cause I think I'm a statesman guy, you know, but yeah. look, if he goes on to become president, if he's the nominee, if Trump's the nominee, if either one of them are the nominee, um, we'll, we'll have a good America first, you know, Republican president up in the, up in the white house. So, um, be that as it may, you know, DeSantis tried, uh, DeSantis stood strong. And uh, and the audience there, man, they were totally pro DeSantis, <laughs> totally all DeSantis, yeah. And Charlie Chris didn't, he didn't stand a chance, man. He really didn't. Well, we talked about how the Florida House and Senate have been reluctant to ban abortion, especially given the fact that they're you know a largely red state. And when asked about it, uh, you know, Governor DeSantis didn't didn't really say whether he would or not. He just talked about the fifteen weeks. What was your takeaway from? From that, yeah, that was one thing that I, I guess I didn't necessarily appreciate. I wish DeSantis would have addressed it. Look, it's politics, right? So it's got to go through. It's got to go through the House and the Senate before he gets to his desk. I think you know he's more so along the lines of wanting to restrict it more rather than from conception, which is what it should be because that's when life begins and we should have equal protection for the preborn. Um, 
the fact remains the same. Like if you look at a map of if you look at a map of states where there's abortion protections, uh, protections for the preborn, uh, rather protections for the preborn in place. Georgia has more protections. Alabama has a lot more protections. You know, those other states around this, and Florida has, again, almost none. That 15-week ban is not good. Yeah. It does almost absolutely nothing. Um, you know, 80,000 babies were murdered in Florida last year. So that's something that the legislature and, quite frankly, the governor need to be much, much stronger on. Um, but the sad thing is kind of in this political grandstanding age, if somebody wants to run for president or run for a big federal position, I, consultants and everybody will let will 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 feed to them that oh the majority of Americans only want abortion restrictions they don't want a full ban so uh, you hear it time and time again that's something that needs to be a cultural change it needs to start you know from the legislature and, and just you got to have strong fighters that that will kind of stand against that grain right. but. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, it's the only unfortunate thing, you know, I took from, from the whole thing was he wouldn't yeah. be firm about it or at least say one way or another. He just kept touting the, the 15 weeks. And, well, look, and also what he did do, he did call out Chris for Chris's support of, uh, of late-term abortions, abortions all the way through nine months, true. taxpayer-funded abortions. I mean, he spun it in a good way against Chris, uh, but, again, we, we – hundred percent. We got in Florida two biggest issues that be two biggest conservative issues that we need to be big, uh, more more um, better on is life, obviously, in yeah. the Second Amendment. We still don't have constitutional carry. Uh, you know, really, what it boils down to is babies, guns, and taxes. <laughs> you know that's what it. I mean? Yeah. Uh, and property insurance, of course. But that's just you know, those are the three big key issues for us liberty-minded patriots. Did you catch any of the uh, Dr. Oz and, and Fetterman debate? What a what a train wreck! I did. Wreck. John Fetterman had to have closed captioning for the questions. That he is in he is in no health to serve any kind of position. Nope. I think I had a stroke. Like I, I feel like Dr. Oz. I, I didn't catch the whole thing. I kept, I caught clips of it, but I feel like Dr. Oz should have been like, "Hey, look, I am a medical professional. I, I have compassion for people. You are my political opponent, but." I want to tell you as a doctor, you should drop out of this race because there is no way that you should be serving under the condition that you're in. Yeah. Um, this is 2022. This, this is crazy. Dr. Oz is the Republican nominee for U.S. Senate in Pennsylvania. Look, Dr. Oz, not the strongest conservative no, on the block, not. but no. um, he is the Republican nominee. He has name ID, which I can tell you from running in my campaign, uh, name ID is huge, True. and um, True. he's really got that. <clears throat> and he's what you can appreciate about Dr. Oz is he was self-made. He made a name for himself. He's built a brand, um, you know. And, and quite frankly, in the Senate, we just need Republicans in there. If they're if they're if they're conservative, if they're moderate, it, we can hash that up. But like in the U.S. Senate, we really just need we need more numbers. That's it. We we, we need to have we need to have the majority. Um, so that way, any kind of radical policies that Joe Biden would push down would be a legislative graveyard. Uh, and it'll just be two years of a waste of presidential term. Kind of like when Trump, when uh, the last two years of Trump's of Trump's run, when the Democrats had control of the House and Senate. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? There wasn't yeah. much he could do. So, wasn't much he could do in the first two years either with Republican control. Yeah, because, because the rhinos like Paul Ryan yes. wouldn't be passing. Yeah, exactly right. 
The only thing I'm worried about is is Doctor Oz gonna be another Mitt Romney. That's that's what I'm afraid of because we don't yeah. need wishy washy. You know, bend over backwards. I don't for think the other he'll guys. be as bad as Mitt Romney. I really, I really don't. I don't because uh, Trump has endorsed Doctor Oz, and, and I, he's going to have that. He's going to have that little bit of MAGA about him. Right. He's, he's, he has to. You know what I mean. Um, Trump despises Romney, and he's very public about it. Yeah. So it's not, he's not going to be a Romney. <laughs> that's a good point. No, that's a really good point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was it was a train wreck. I mean, some questions Fetterman didn't even really answer. He just kept talking. He talked about something else. Like, well, they asked him when he's going to disclose his taxes, and he talked about some meeting he had or some. I don't even know. Like, dude was yeah. dude was not all there, and it was just it was sad to watch. See- did you see how he opened the campaign or how he opened the debate? Yeah, he said good night. <laughs> yeah, he said good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Like, no, no, we anything? Like, we're we're starting. It's 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 not over. <laughs> and and you gotta you gotta rail against the Democrats for putting him out there and parading him like that. Like, it's just it's sad to watch. Like, I don't look. He's as far left as as uh, most of them. Uh, mm. So I don't like him at all. But I do have. You know, sympathy and compassion for the guy who yeah. is six months out of a stroke, and you know he's out there right. trying to trying to debate, but he should not have been out there at all. That that never yeah. should have happened. I don't think he did himself any favors, unless he's going for the sympathy vote. That's the only thing I can think right. of. Uh, what about the Warnock Herschel Walker debate? Man, Herschel Walker was a, he crushed him. I love him. Absolutely demolished. Yes, demolished Raphael Warnock. Plus, Warnock Raphael is Warnock is despisable. I mean, anybody that claims to be a, a a pastor, a reverend, and and holds the views that he has is just it's disgusting. It's deplorable. You know, well, first off, he's an admitted Marxist. He's a, he's a Marxist to begin with, and then he is also um, a pro abort pro death. Yeah. You know it's. I hate the word pro-choice because you should choose life. There's no choice in that. Right. It's pro-death. Yep. That's what they are. They're pro-death. They're pro-murder. Uh, Raphael Warnock is. And he, he just really, he's blasphemous, you know, false prophet. Um, Herschel Walker, so much name ID. Everybody in Georgia loves him. He's also, um, you know, again, such a sort of good man. And, and, and look, he... Really puts a um, he really puts a stomp to that adage and to that false narrative that Republicans are just old white men. You know what I mean? And <laughs> yes. so I think he, I think Herschel Walker can truly garner a lot of independent and non-party affiliated uh, votes uh, just because of his name ID and look, he's, he's a black Republican. You know, Trump endorsed and everything like that. Very public his friendship with President Trump um, and how great. Trump has been to him his whole entire career. You know what I mean? Um, when a lot of people were falsely calling Trump racist, he was like, what are you talking? Do you realize what this guy has done for us? You know what yeah. I mean? So uh, I, I think Walker, I think God, I hope, you know, again, the, the Georgia election process, it might be a little funky, but I, I really hope that he pulls this off um, because there cannot be six more years of Raphael Warnock. Absolutely agree. Let's uh, watch a video of the takeaways and let's see how the media portrayed it. Yes. Herschel Walker and Senator Raphael Warnock face off in their first and likely only debate last night. The high stakes race could decide control of the Senate. The debate came on the hills of negative headlines and less than a month out from election. Jeff Hollinger joins us live now from Savannah with where this debate took place. And Jeff, we saw it in 2020. This race is pivotal for both parties as they try to win majority in the Senate with just two days from early voting. 
What are your some of some of your takeaways? You know what? It was uh, a debate of which we have not seen in Georgia over the generations. In fact, generally in October, when you talk about gubernatorial debates or U.S. Senate debates or any statewide sort of debate, it is tepid for the most part, particularly at this juncture with about three weeks to go before Election Day. But last night had a different feel. It felt like a football game. And it only makes sense when you're talking about Herschel Walker, one of the greatest football players in college football history. It was a curious debate with a lot of substance. I think that's something a lot of folks would have been surprised by 24 hours ago. Our polling has Reverend Mornock up by 12 points, 50 to 38. Quinnipiac, which came out in the last couple of days, has uh, Herschel Walker trailing Senator Warnock by about seven points. But the biggest hot button abortion, uh, the biggest hot bus button issue last night was abortion. And this debate came after Walker was accused by a former girlfriend of encouraging and paying her for a 2009 abortion. At times during the campaign, Walker has supported a national abortion ban. But we saw Walker try to shift the question to Senator Warnock, blasting him for being a Baptist pastor who supports abortion rights. He told me black lives matter. And if you think about it, Senator, in Atlanta, Georgia, there's more black baby that is aborted than, uh, than anything. So if black lives matter, why are you not protecting those babies? And instead of aborting those babies, why are you not baptizing those babies? I think the women of, of Georgia have a clear choice. He says no exceptions, even in the case of rape, incest, or the life of the mother. I think that's extreme, it's out of touch with Georgia, and I intend to do the work that senators can do. Well, this was the only... Yeah, we don't need to hear anything else from them. So, um, again, they don't, they don't tell the full story. Um, what, do you, what, what do you think about Warnock and, and the Democrats always using the rape, incest, and loss of life to mother? That's the only caveats that they have to... To, to kind of rest on. Um, That's what they always go to. It's what they right. always go to when it's less than 1% of abortion. Yes. They, they, they always try to hang, dangle that carrot over people's head. Uh, and look, good on Herschel Walker for calling out Raphael Warnock. Yep. It's true. In Atlanta, there are more black babies murdered than there are born. Um, if you go on a subway there, you see a pregnant woman, she's more likely to be going to the abortion clinic. So good on Herschel Walker for, for calling that out and saying, hey, instead of aborting these babies, you should be baptizing them. You're supposed to represent the house of God. So I, I thought Herschel did a fantastic job. That's always what the Democrats are going to go to. They're always going to go to the exceptions. Look, equal protection is equal protection. You look at a ultrasound. Uh, of a baby who was conceived in mutual sex and a, and a baby that was conceived in rape. They both look the same. They, they are both worthy of protection. Instead of killing the baby, how about we kill the rapist? Yeah. Instead of, <laughs> instead of killing the baby, how about, we, how about we end up when the life of the mother is at the same? How about we try to save the life of the mother and the life of the baby? Doctors take a Hippocratic oath. They're supposed to protect all lives involved in every situation. That's so, right. uh, again, it's just a nonsense from the from the modern day Democrat Party, and that's I think a lot of that stuff is why Tulsi Gabbard left. God, God bless her for doing that. I hope I hope more of them do. Yeah. Um, shifting to something that's very surprising out of New York City, which uh, I, I could not believe that this happened in this day and age in a true blue state like New York, but. Uh, 
New York City's uh, ruled that they are going to give uh, people that were fired for not taking the COVID vaccine uh, compensation uh, and back pay uh, as, as a result of loss of job or or whatnot. So that's uh, that's a landmark decision because that just opens the floodgates for all the other forty nine states to follow suit. Uh, and while we yeah. can't we can't sue the vaccine companies uh, themselves because they're they're not held liable. We can go after the states and the cities and, and perhaps, you know, uh, Washington. And that's uh, that's a really big thing. And I was I was shocked that it really happened. Yeah, man. I mean, look, New York, again, more more of us are being proven right. <laughs> this, uh, this vaccine nonsense. Remember a year ago when you were called a crazy white ring conspiracy theorist? Uh, yep. Now you're just right. Uh, I, I don't know if you've seen the meme on Instagram of like, uh, New York City employees going, or New York State employees going back into their job with forty thousand dollars back pay. And like, <laughs> it's so, it's so cool. Hey man, I'm glad to say the the state supreme court did the right thing. It's happening more often than not. It's a, it's kind of it's a breath of fresh air. Um, again, you're you're seeing a lot more liberty come into play and a lot more right, uh, a lot more wrongs being made right. And then you have uh, President Biden tweeting out yesterday that uh, he got his updated booster shot and you need yep. to do it as well. So how can you have New York State saying that um, getting the vaccine does not stop you from getting sick nor transmitting it? And then you have the president of the United States publicly getting his allegedly getting his his next booster. Because remember what Joe Biden said, the MAGA Republicans are the threat to democracy. They're domestic terrorists. They must be handled. And the MAGA Republicans are the ones that have been saying, hey, nobody should be forced to take this vaccine. And so, uh, he's look, he was on the news last night, and I saw it where he was, Biden was pushing fear propaganda like crazy on people. He had the COVID task force behind him that they're called. And then yeah. uh, he was talking about we're going into a, uh, and he said this last year, too. I think you and I talked about it on this program. So we're going into a deep, dark winter where hundreds of people are dying every day from COVID. And a lot more are going to continue to die, especially going into the Christmas season. So get your booster shot. Yep. And then they went to a clip of, of somebody that had gotten their booster. And this guy, he said it was his 10th, 10th shot of, to protect himself from COVID. And he said he'd gotten every single every single one of the, the strains of the vaccine and all the boosters. He said, yeah, I think I'm good now. Like, seriously, it took you 10 shots <laughs> to, to, to come to the determination that you're okay, that you can breathe normal air, that you can be in a room next to somebody and not have to be six feet apart from them. And have. The, by the way, why are these stupid plexiglass, plexi, yeah, plexi, plexiglass gimmicks in between us and cashiers still? Still. Well, like, yeah. they're, literally, they're grabbing the... the, the <laughs> the debit card that was in my grubby little hands. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it just makes no sense. It's crazy. But, hey, man, a lot more people are not wearing the mask. So, but Biden, you know, he's he's a globalist. He's, you know, deep state. So he's still pushing that vaccine on people. He is. And it's, it's, it's sad, dude. Especially when he contracted COVID allegedly twice this year, too. So, I mean, oh yeah, why are they still getting the boosters? Why are people still wearing masks? I still see people wearing masks around, even here. Um, and tip, I'm not, not pointing anybody out, but I, I do see a lot of African-Americans wearing masks more than anybody else. So, there was that fear uh, in 2020 that you know, they said black people are, are dying at a rapid rate more so than any other race. So, whoever was pushing that 
racial agenda and instilling fear into the black population that they're all going to die from this stuff. A lot of people still believe that and don't want to hear what you or I have to say. Yeah. It's just sad. Again, it's just, it's fear mongering and propaganda. It is. It, it really is. Um, the craziest thing I saw the other day was uh, a clip of a TikToker, uh, a man that's making his transition uh, to be a woman over the last six months and got granted an interview with the president of the United States. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't get an interview with Shawn Michaels, but some TikToker can get an interview with the leader of the free world. Uh, it yeah. blows my mind. And, of course, they had to talk about uh, trans rights and, and not letting anybody you know, keep kids from, from making their, their decision whether they want to be a, a man or, or a boy or a girl. And, and Biden said pretty much what we expected is that everyone should have the right to, to do whatever they want. I mean, who are we to say if, if kids are not? I mean, look, uh, if you're 18 and older, fine, go for it. Knock yourself out. You want to be a toaster? Be a toaster. You want to be a, 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 a belly goat? Go ahead. I can't get my daughter to pick which shoes she wants to wear. She's four years old. How can you expect a child to go in and say, I want to be a boy or I want to be a girl? It's, it's disgusting. In what world can, can kids go in and get any surgery without parents' permission? It's, it's dude, it's, it's gone too far, man. It really has. You can't get a tattoo in Florida unless you're 18 years old. <laughs> right, but you, you can get a sex mean, change. But like you can just change your gender. Yeah. You know, that's what, again, that's what people are trying to push. So let me put it this way. So when I was six years old, I I wanted to be the ultimate warrior. I thought I was the ultimate warrior. <laughs> Who didn't? I had the tassels. I had the little shirt that had the, the, the abs and the muscles. <laughs> I had the, the stickers that were like face paint. I, I can had see the that. wig. And, and I had the wristbands and everything. In my mind, I was the ultimate warrior. Yeah. Now, did my parents go around identifying me as the ultimate warrior? <laughs> did they say he is now a warrior? He, he's, the, he's the ultimate warrior? No, because... I'm a child. I, I grew out of that phase. Right. I didn't identify as ultimate warrior anymore. Eventually I, I, I became a young man yeah. and then I became a father and then, you know, I am here. So it, it's phases that you grow out of, but this gender dysphoria and this lie and this deception uh, that the left and the liberal media just continue to pound down, down children and down people's throats that there's 57 genders and they can just select whatever they want. And that there is so much irre- irreparable damage uh, from those procedures. And the suicide rate is huge on those that do those transitions. So, um, you know, instead of talking about inflation, instead of talking about the border, uh, the, the crisis of the border, instead of talking about the fentanyl crisis, um, it, it, you know, instead of talking about the, the rising cost of, of, of gas and just the cost of living and, and everything like that, Joe Biden is talking about um, chemically castrating medical mutilation on children. That's that's the modern day Democrat Party. My, my daughter just ran in, as you can see here. Can you imagine this sweet little four year old turning into... You know, a, a boy, and it breaks my heart. It really does. I, I can't. It, it 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 makes me angry, honestly. And there's a lot of things that yeah. I want to say and be very unchristian about, but uh, I, I, I <laughs> she has a whistle, um, but I can't. Um, so the, the, you mentioned the gas, and so we'll, we're going to wrap it up here in a second. We're going to talk about your your amazing weekend, um, but President Biden tweeted out literally yesterday. 
that gas prices are down for the second week in a row. We're doing everything we can to uh, to, to help that and, and you know take the burden off of you and your families. Gas was two ninety seven here last night. I said, "All right, I'll just fill up in the morning." I got up this morning, drove by the gas station, three thirty five. So Biden wow. tweets out today. Oh well, you know we're we need the, the gas companies to step up and, and and take a hit because they're paying less for the oil. So we need them to to come on, dude. Number one, you're touting yourself for lowering the rates, and now when the rates when the, when the prices go up, you're saying it's the gas company's fault. This is just it's old, dude. I'm tired of hearing it. Right? I mean, like who yeah. who believes what yeah, comes I was out of this? In mouth? California over the weekend, it, gas was five sixty five. That's it's, incredible. It's like three, 330 here in Florida and we think that's high. And 565 they thought that was they thought that was good. And diesel had like, to be what like because it wasn't 7. And diesel like, had to be over $7, right? I mean, diesel yeah, costs more. That's yeah. that's disgusting. Um but hey, good for you. You went back to California. You also went to your old church in Chino. That's that's uh, a pretty good thing. How did it yeah. feel to get back in the ring, brother? You know what? Like riding a bike, man. That's awesome. It really did. It was, it was good to get so much love from the fans yes. and just uh, uh, the young man that I worked with. Uh, hello, hard body. It was uh, he was it was so cool, man, because I was, you know, before the match, he was like, hey, dude, like this is like my WrestleMania, man. That's awesome. Like, wow, that's so cool. That and is. Then, um, uh, and so he. Uh, 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 it, it was awesome. And then so many people like during the autograph session, they came up and bought my t-shirts. They were like, nice. Hey man, like I watched you in high school. Like you were just everything that I watched all the time, all your DVDs and everything like that. So, um, that was just really cool to kind of get that love. Um, and man, you know, the reaction was great, dude. You know, I hate the, it was like riding a bike, man it really was. So, uh, a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's an exciting time, man. Did you have any negative uh, meetings or anything negative from the crowd or anything negative at Absolutely all out there? Not. That's good. Zero whatsoever. Oh, that's good. That's a good nope. thing. Everybody in the back, super cool. And of course, when you look at Twitter, they say that you know XPW is is ultra maga. They have all this, you know, they yeah, boycott so, okay, XPW. So I, don't have, I don't have Twitter. Give me some of the rundown of the Twitter feedback. I, I'm interested. Oh, because you're there, and I think they've had other wrestlers do some skits that that maybe Necro, Necro is Necro Butcher is the head of a MAGA faction. Yes, that's that's exactly yeah. right. So that's why they're calling to to cancel uh, XPW because they're they're MAGA. Um, but uh, no, I didn't hear any. Actually, I didn't hear a peep from anybody about you, which is funny. I expected at least Jim Cornette to say something. So uh, <laughs> I, I think once they catch on and once they realize that you're back, I'm sure the. Uh, I'm, I'm sure the pundits will come out because, especially you know, Bixen's fan and guys like that too. So, I know he's a big fan of yours. Um, oh yeah, but dude, I'm glad. I'm glad you, you're back. You know what? You know what? Rob Black did tell me he said that uh, um, that there was, I guess, on the the fight stream. Somebody's like, I guess, several people were like, "Oh man, I you know, I don't care for Drake's beliefs, but man, he's he's badass in the ring, right? You yeah." That's good. And that's fine. That is totally fine. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that is so cool. That That is super cool. You we know what I mean? We don't have to agree on everything, but I mean, yeah, respect you for... We don't have to for, agree on even 10% of everything. Like, yeah, exactly. Just like, enjoy it for what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. So, and, and look, dude, there's people there in the back and at the show that are like a complete opposite side of the aisle. Like, I wrestled a kid that has like multiple pronouns, but like, when we're in the ring doing <laughs> pro wrestling. Yeah. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, you're there to put on a good show, protect each other. Um, and, and, and so, uh, nah, man, it was really good. Um, 
I'm excited, man. I am too. How was it like to take a bump? Was it uh, just like old times? Yep. That's like awesome. all times, man. That's awesome. Uh, all right, bud. You got anything coming up you want to talk about? I've done this for over half my life. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, it's, you know, like you said, it's riding a bike, but, you know, it, yeah. it, it's got at least, was it at least a kind of a shock to your body or you just, you're just oh. so used to it? <laughs> yeah, no, man. I don't, I don't know. I, I thought it would be, but it's not. Dude. That's I'm awesome. Just, yeah. No, that's good. <laughs> Uh, anything you got coming up uh, you want to promote or talk about? Any meetings? Any SPW November the 12th uh, nice. at Extreme Invasion in Newark, New Jersey. Uh, also, um, AWR in Indianapolis, no, the day after Thanksgiving. Oh, awesome. Uh, Black Friday as well. So uh, go to my uh, website for t-shirts, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Drink Younger. Uh, early voting is happening in most states. It's, yep. it's happening right now here in um uh, here in Florida, uh, it started this past Monday, was out doing some sign waving at early voting locations. So wherever you're at, um, no matter what side of the aisle you vote, hey, we, we, we worship and appreciate free speech on this program. So if you are a liberal listening to this program, we appreciate you and we appreciate your right to exercise your, uh, your civic duty to vote. And we, exp- we appreciate your right to have free speech, even if we think your ideas are absolutely crazy. We appreciate that you have the freedom uh, to, to say what it is that you want. Um, we don't we don't shadow ban people. We don't cancel people. Uh, we appreciate everybody from all sides of the aisles. Uh, so get out and vote. Exercise your civic duty. Red wave, Republican pounce. It's going to happen. Big year, 2022. Take back the House. Take back the Senate. Rad Rob, episode 53. He's fired up. Uh, on that note, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We do appreciate your support, and we'll be back right here next week for another edition of Uncancelled with Drake Works. Take care, guys. Yes. Thanks for listening to Uncancelled with Drake Works. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Uncancelled Pod. You can also send us an email at uncancelledpodcast at gmail.com. You've been listening to Uncancelled with Drake Works right here on the Rad Rob Radio Network. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.